This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Welcome to the Pigskin Past. Uh, my name is Joe Zagorski. I'd like to talk about the 1973 New York Jets. Now, I know a lot of you folks realize that in 1973, the Jets didn't have a really great year. There was, you know, still Joe Namath uh, on board, and Joe Namath was, you know, for better or for worse, considered America's quarterback by that time. Uh, he had already won Super Bowl three after the 68 AFL-NFL World Championship game. But in 73, Namath had already sustained a lot of inju- injuries by that time, mostly in his knees, but also, uh, as we find out, in the second week of the year, uh, at Baltimore, Joe Namath gets blitzed by Stan White, linebacker for the Colts, and suffers a shoulder separation on his throwing shoulder, of course, to make matters worse. So he's out for, I believe, a total of seven games, half the season. Not a great uh, opportunity for the Jets to advance So once Joe Namath goes down, in particular because they have a second-string quarterback named Al Woodall, it's a serviceable quarterback for most of the way, but the problem is, is that he gets injured. I believe it was in the fourth game of the year at Miami. Now, the Miami Dolphins at that time, they're, you know, they're defending world champions. And a lot of people believe that they were stronger in 73 than they were in their undefeated season of 72. So the Jets are relegated to starting a uh, third-string quarterback, uh, a guy by the name of Bill Demery, for six games throughout the course of that year. This is Weeb Eubanks last year as head coach of the Jets, and he's probably thinking, this is the worst possible scenario for me to do anything. Well, Weeb's a pretty wise guy, and he's right. Uh, You can't expect a whole lot from a third-string quarterback, even in today's NFL. But back then in 73, it was really hard for anybody to get any kind of playing time uh, in the, with the Jets organization unless Joe Namath gets injured. And that's what happened again in 73. Now, Joe Namath is a drawing card at that time. Okay, A lot of people watch pro football you know, games, especially Monday Night Football, if the Jets are playing and Joe Namath is healthy. And so, um, very first Monday night game of the year, 73, they go to Green Bay. Well, actually, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where the uh, Packers played that Monday night game. And the Jets lose, 23-7. to They pretty much shut down Namath throughout most of the game. But, you know, television ratings are pretty good. Now, of course, second game of the year, Namath goes down, shoulder separation. The rest of the year is pretty bad for the Jets. Weeb Eubank probably deserved better as a head coach. He uh, is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He uh, was enshrined there in 1978. And, of course, Weeb is no longer living. He died in 1998 at the age of 91. That's it's a pretty long life. But there's some people, some factions out there that say that the only reason that Weeb is in the Hall of Fame is because he's the only coach to ever win two world three world championships uh two with the colts one with the jets the only coach to ever win in both leagues the afl and the nfl and of course that can never change <laughs> there's no more afl but what a lot of people don't like about weeb 
is his career coaching record. Throughout all of his coaching years, he won 130 games, which is commendable, but he lost 129. So his record career-wise, 130, 129, and seven ties. A lot of people say it's not really Hall of Fame worthy. And of course, in 73, the Jets were only able to score 240 points. They were not really going to make a lot of um, waves, especially in the New York media, who were probably by this time realizing that the um, the window to beyond Super Bowl three had already closed. And you start to see a lot of new players come in to play for the Jets. Now, the final game of Weeb Eubanks' career was at Chase Stadium, and it was a famous game, but not so much that it was Weeb's last game, but it was um, versus Buffalo, and it was the game that O.J. Simpson uh, rushed for 200 yards, and he set a new league rushing record with 2,003 yards. That's another story for another time. Thanks for joining me, me uh, Joe Zagorski, with the Pigskin Past. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.